You're about to hear the Children's Hour podcast. Thanks for being a listener. You can find a lot more information about this episode at childrenshour.org. Enjoy the show. Why did the scarecrow get a trophy? I don't don't know know why. Because he was outstanding in his field. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for the Children's Hour. Kids Public Radio. I never thought my voice was small, but who would hear it through it all? And do I matter in this plan? I believe I can make a stand. So let
That's the Beat Buds released last fall. I have a voice. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. I am so glad to be with every one of you, including all of these kids on Zoom. Hello, everyone. Hello. And who's with us today? Hi, it's Maya. Hi, that's Max, my mom. Hello, it's Billy. Hello, it is Corbett. Hi, it's Illuminata. Hi, it's Isaac. Hello, everyone. My name is Melissa. Hey, it's Lee. Hi, it's Daniel. Hello, it's Amadeus. Hello, it's Lily May. Hello, it's Sanfino. Well, hello. So kind of you all to be here. Today on the Children's Hour, we are doing some voice acting. That's right. We're using different voices to become different people. But really, we're just the same person. We're just experimenting with our voices. You see, we have one of the most preeminent voice actors alive today on the Children's Hour as our guest. That's right, folks. We've got John Bailey himself, the epic voice guy. Please don't go anywhere. Stick with us for another great edition of the Children's Hour. Kids Public Radio. Hello, I am a low voice. And I am a high voice. Together, we would like to sing you a song. Yeah, let's do it, low voice. My voice is low. My voice is high. My voice is low. sound like this and we know why it's because my voice is low my voice is high very nice high voice thank you low voice i've got an idea Hmm? why don't we change our voices to meet in the middle oh okay you go first all right well uh, let's uh, let's see okay yeah, yeah yeah in the middle yeah My voice isn't low My voice isn't high My voice isn't low My voice isn't high Together we sound like this and we know why It's because my voice isn't low And mine isn't high in the world. Oh, would you like to sing a song with us? Yes, I think that would be acceptable. Okay, I'll stay in the middle. And low, you go back down low. Okay. Here we go. My voice is low. My voice is in the middle. My voice is high. My voice is low. My voice is in the middle. My voice is high. Together we sound like this and we know why My voice is low My voice is in the middle My voice is 
voice. No, no time for selfies. Oh, maybe just one. Voices is Chris Lamb Sam from his Silly Funny Songs for Kids release. You're listening to the Children's Hour, and today on the show, we are so excited because we have the epic voice guy himself, John Bailey, with us on the show today. Hello, John Bailey. Hi. You just sound like a normal guy for a voice actor. I am a normal guy. (laughs) (laughs) The kids have a lot of questions for you. Let's go to Soleil. What's your mm, hobby? Actually, my hobby kind of has to do with my job a little bit. Uh, my hobby is was has been like making videos um, for the internet. I started doing that one in 2007, and a lot of that work led to just stuff that I made myself led to actual voiceover jobs because people heard what I sounded like in the videos or they really liked my humor or all the impressions that I could do. And some of the voices that I grew up doing as a kid, I would do videos about it or I would do a speech like the uh, one of the vid- first videos that had like a lot of views was me doing the Optimus Prime speech from the movie from 2007. And a lot of people were like, there's no way that's your real voice. That can't be real. <laughs> but that all eventually led to booking jobs that made me f- famous, you know, so you never really know when you put out there might come back. So any anytime I see a chance to do anything that might lead to some more work, then, you know, what's the harm? And it makes people laugh or it's it takes them a break. And I've had a lot of people that were in a really bad place at the time or they were sick or they were going through something really hard and they're like, man, that really that really changed things for me. I, really, I needed that at the time. So it does good for people and it did good for my career. That's terrific. What is the voice from the Oculus Rift? Oculus Rift? Yes. My name is Oculus Rift. Okay, Boomer. Everybody's going to laugh now. <laughs> it's Optimus Prime, but good try. Optimus Prime, sorry. <laughs> Oculus Rift is a VR helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and my brain is somewhere else. That's okay. Well, that's totally mortifying. Okay, Isaac. Hi. Help me out. What's your question? What does it mean to be a voice actor? Well, the uh, the job's kind of written right there in the name. You act with your voice. That's pretty much all there is to it. And there's a lot of different types of voice acting. Sometimes I, I have to fit in specific mouth movements for like an anime series. And sometimes there's no animation done yet, and I just act, and then they animate to me. And other times it's a commercial, and it's a very specific thing you have to do. Other times they kind of leave it where you can kind of make up things along as, as you go, and they kind of course correct. And then sometimes I do movie trailers, and then sometimes I do voices for toys, which has to be a little bit different. And sometimes I do voices for video games, which has to be slower than like animated things. So every part of the job, depending on what job it is, is a little bit different, but it all comes from just acting with your voice. And a lot of people think that, oh, if I can read, that means I can voice act. But they forget that you need to be a good actor to be a good voice actor. It's not about having a cool voice or doing a bunch of cool cartoon character impressions or whatever. I mean, that's great for like TikTok, but it may not get you a job in what I do, so. What inspired you to be a voice actress? I wanted to be a voice actress when I was this mini. (laughs) <laughs> she has an adorable voice. A voice actor, actually. They, they kind of retired the term actress altogether. They kind of just call everybody an actor now. Inspired to get a voice actor when I was a kid, I heard Optimus Prime's voice. But he wasn't in Transformers yet. He was actually doing Voltron. And in ni- 1980-whatever it was, uh, his voice was what started off the show. Across time and space, Voltron, defender of the universe. And I was like, wow. I just I want to be whatever that is because that was the coolest thing I've ever heard, and that kind of just always made me interested in 
pursuing it. I had started doing like repeating back voices that I'd heard from shows. We didn't have a television because we were poor, um, but my grandmother did. And I would listen to Sesame Street characters and I would listen to Mr. Rogers and I would just do those voices. And eventually I ended up doing that for a living. What projects have you done? Oh, there's too many to miss to, to list. One that a lot of kids know is Honest Trailers and Honest Game Trailers. I've been doing those for good grief, a decade, I guess now. Um, but I've worked on a lot of, of Transformers stuff. I uh, The new Animaniacs that's on Hulu, you can hear me as Pegasus in episode three, which is really cool for me because Animaniacs is one of my favorite cartoons growing up as a kid. Lots of video games, uh, Street Fighter 4 and XCOM, God of War 4. There's just a lot of different stuff that I, you know, you never really know. A lot of movie trailers. And I fill in for a lot of famous people, too. So I, you hear me, you know, uh, I'm pretty much show of hands, everybody that watched Detective Pikachu. Pikachu? Yeah. Well, guess who filled in for Detective Pikachu's voice? That was this guy. So uh, my the, the one that's easiest to, sp- to find is when he's fighting Charizard in the cage, and it's like, Pika, Pika! That was actually me. They thought I was funnier than Ryan Reynolds was, so. And uh, you can hear me again towards the end of the movie when I was like, the annual Rhyme City Pokemon Parade. I was the, the newscaster right before the final battle. But a lot of what I do is call, it's called ADR. And I go in before the movie's finished. Right now I'm working on another Ryan Reynolds movie, and I'm working on a Dwayne Johnson movie, and I just kind of fill in for their voices along the way. Um, anytime they feel like they need to fill in a space... And it's pretty easy when they when they have the actor like this. You can't see their face? Because I don't have to worry about the mouth matching. So I can fill in stuff. Or if it's like, hey, it's time to explain something that's about to happen. And then they start showing a montage of stuff. All they need is voice for that part. Because they don't show the person on camera. And they have somebody like me do it. Because it's a whole lot cheaper and a whole lot faster to get me to do it. Than it is to have some big, fancy, expensive actor come in from Europe or wherever they are at the time. You know, I'm pretty sure Dwayne Johnson's in the jungle somewhere making another jungle movie. Because of their availability and, and their rates, a lot of the time they get somebody like me to do it. I had no idea. A lot of people don't. And you met, you would be shocked at how many famous actors that I'm actually the voice <laughs> and it's not them. I am shocked. <laughs> Pretty much all, all of the guys in Marvel, all of the Marvel cinematic guys I've, I've filled in for at one point in something or, or another. So, so we could actually just be like, like fire off Marvel characters and you'd be like, oh yeah, this is that voice. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I am a billionaire genius playboy philanthropist, you know, and we have a Hulk, so. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We think we're talking to the epic voice guy, John Bailey, here on the Children's Hour about being a voice actor. Oh, we have so much more coming. Stick with us. Let's get grumpy. shoes sort of rub real nice folks real good grub down at the grumpy time club at the grumpy time club we use grumpy voices play grumpy games and make grumpy choices and nobody tells us to lower our voices down at the grumpy time club oh yeah the grumpy time club i'm going down to the grumpy time club get a snack get a hug Wrong down at the Grumpy Time Club. Oh, yeah, the Grumpy Time Club. 
Just think of a grumpy time you had long ago and go down to the grumpy time club. Cause at the grumpy time club, there's no need to pretend to be calm and collected or pleasantly zen. Cause everyone's grumpy and everyone's friends down at the grumpy time club. Oh yeah, the grumpy time club. I'm going down to the grumpy time club. Eat a snack, get a hug, down at the grumpy time. Children's Hour Public Radio Program. Be sure to subscribe, like, and comment. The Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit dedicated to producing high quality kids' public radio. Learn more at childrenshour.org. Support provided by Electric Playhouse, an immersive entertainment and educational experience in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The Playhouse is open. Purchase tickets and learn about camps, play, and other educational opportunities, including future locations and events at electricplayhouse.com. Support provided by the County of Bernalillo, New Mexico, burnco.gov. The Children's Hour radio players made a pandemic musical, Icky, a radio musical. Listeners, have you heard Icky yet? It's not too late. It's at childrenshour.org slash Icky. There you can also find a companion learning guide and color along book. Listeners tell us, it's a joy. I traveled with you. Ride with us on a musical radio adventure, Icky, a radio musical. Just go to childrenshour.org slash Icky.
if you can't just bob, bob, bob your head like you know what's going on. Bob, bob, bob your head, pretty soon you catch on. You just bob, bob, bob your head like a rolling stone. Bob, bob, bob your head, everybody bob along. Cause you might meet someone that you don't understand. They might speak a foreign language that don't mean you can't be friends. You just bob, bob, bob your head like you know what's going on. Bob, bob, bob your head, pretty soon you catch on. That's on a move from a CD called Muchas Gracias with Bob Along and her Bob Dylan impersonation. Over the break, you heard Torribio got his groove back. That's the Hip Hop Hootios. And the Grumpy Time Club is the title track of Carrie Ferguson's brand new release. You're listening to the Children's Hour. We're talking with the epic voice guy himself, John Bailey, and the kids have a lot more questions. Let's go to you, Zen. You mentioned that you've done a lot of voiceover for video games and also for, like, anime and TV shows. What's the difference between doing a show versus a video game? Video games, they aren't already animated and we can kind of just act. So we just have the, we have a huge line of script. The the, uh, the work itself is a way bigger job because it's just pages and pages and pages of lines. It's not a dialogue most of the time. It's a reactionary. Uh, I'm sorry, sir, what are you doing here? You know, and then I have to do that three or four different ways. Because, you know, every NPC, if you've seen the commercial for Free Guy, you know what an NPC is. Uh, for, for you, Katie, an NPC is a non-playable character. Uh, not to be confused with the Oculus Rift or Optimus Prime. Uh, <laughs> you are never going to let me live that down. So uh, they all have a set standard thing to say when you run into them and you try to ask them questions in a game. And sometimes they'll have ten lines. Sometimes, sometimes it depends on what part of the game you're in. They may have an additional set of lines somewhere else. Or there may be a quest and you have to finish... Uh, for instance, God of War 4, I'm one of the lake spirits. You have to go out to find all the lake spirits around the lake, and each one of them has their own individual quest. And when you finally defeat the quest for mine, I pop up and it's like, Well done, boys. I never thought I'd see a scrap like that again. You know, I had all these specific lines, and I interact with Kratos and his, and the tra- you know. So, uh, yeah, the lines are ridiculously long. And there's also a lot of things called efforts. So, I don't know if you've ever gone to the gym, I know I don't look like I do, but every time you, you work out or you run or you play, you notice that you make sounds. You may not pay attention to them because your body just kind of automatically <sighs> when you run or when you lift something, <clears throat> you know, that's every sound you make though, that's considered an effort. With video games, there's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of like, yeah, come on, let's go get them. And there's like, oh, I got hurt. And you may get hurt by a spear or by fire or by electricity. You have to know what each one of those sounds sounds like. And it can be very hard on your throat for a guy like me to do that. So I try to book those jobs on the weekend so I have some time to get better before I do another job. Animation is a much smaller script. It's usually a much shorter time. Video games take up to four hours, whereas a show, you know, maybe 
30, 45 minutes. It depends on what the character is. If you're a main character, obviously you'd have more lines to do. But for a guy that does what I do, you know, I can do five or six characters in an anime, for example, and all of them have three to five lines a piece. And it's just, and there's no like, Rah! you know, any of that stuff going wow. on. Wow. Melissa. So like you said, with all like this process of you growing up and you hearing your voices, how do you actually become a voice actor and make a living off of it? Well, that's probably the question I get asked the most, and everybody gets into it differently. Um, and a lot of people say, well, I can't do that because I'm a kid. Well, I don't know if you've ever watched Nickelodeon or Nick Jr. or any animated anything. We Bear Bears, the whole episode with the baby bears, those are real kids, guys. They Kids are actors, too. But for that type of work, you have to be in the right place. Unfortunately, because of the way things work, a lot of people won't hire outside of Los Angeles, for example, or New York. So there's only a few major cities where you can do stuff like that. But things are changing because of technology. Now I can do a full session, an animation session, or an anime session, or a video game session right here. This is, Somebody asked, where do you work? Well... You're looking at it. It's a box in my living room. I don't have to go very far for work. I sleep five feet away. <laughs> it's not to the point yet where anybody can just do it from anywhere. Uh, for example, a lot of animation is done at Funimation, which is in Dallas, Texas. And you can submit online, but if you want to record, you have to be there. And unfortunately, because of the pandemic, that changed a lot of things and forced people to figure out how to work like this, which I've been saying for a long time, you can do it like this. You don't have to be there at the studio. But they get very nervous, the studios. They get like, worried that, well, what if this? What if they don't have a good audio thing? Or maybe they're not very good with hardware. Or maybe there's, they don't have a good internet. You know, They have all these things that they're worried about. They're just like, our way is already set up perfect. We'd rather do it that way because it's easier. So when you first get started, you just you, you do what you do with your voice. Whatever you do with it, whether you want to be... A character person, you know, you come up with funny characters or whether you want to be somebody who does a lot of crazy accents. There's Everybody does a little something different. But whatever you do, do something and put it out there. And eventually, you'll start finding places like castingcallclub.com or voices.com or voice123.com because there's a lot of websites that have where you can just audition for open casting calls, which means anybody can try out for it. But there's a really great website that'll kind of give you all the basic information about this job. It's called IWantToBeAVoiceActor.com. And I don't know if you know him, but Perry the Platypus himself made that website, D. Bradley Baker. Now, D. Bradley Baker was also Captain Rex in Clone Wars. He's been doing voices for like 30-something years, so he made this site because he got asked a lot, how do you become a voice actor? And now the rest of us are like, hey, D. made a site, so we don't have to answer that question anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to put a link to that site on this episode page at the Children's Hour's website, childrenshour.org. Maya and Max, you have a question. So, what is your favorite voice? My favorite voice is probably a tie between Optimus Prime and Ryan Reynolds because I've filled in for for Mr. Reynolds so much that it's just so much fun to do and everybody seems to love it. So, it's kind of it's kind of started down here and Optimus has always been my favorite and it's slowly gotten to where they're kind of even now. So, so, yeah. Can you do a little sample of each one? My name is Optimus Prime and I am the leader of the Autobots. Transform and roll out. Hi there, how are you? My name is Ryan Reynolds, and I'm the voice of Detective Pikachu. I hope you wear your brown pants. <laughs> We're talking with John Bailey. He's the epic voice guy. You have definitely heard his voice, and he's been on just hundreds and hundreds of different things, from video games to movies, commercials. I stopped counting out after about 7,000 <laughs> jobs. I just like... I. I can't keep up anymore. (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. We are so delighted to have the epic voice guy himself, John Bailey, with us on the Children's Hour today talking about voice acting 
And we're going to come back and talk a little bit more right after this. This is one way to use your voice. This is Sheila Chandra from a CD called Weaving My Ancestors' Voices, right here on the Children's Hour. Welcome to Bottomus's big, bold, and beautiful banana disco tronica, baby.
a new-ish release called Homemade, Big, Bold, and Beautiful Banana Discotronica. And before that, you heard Sheila Chandra from a CD called Weaving My Ancestors' Voices. That's Speaking in Tongues 1. You're listening to the Children's Hour, and today on the show, we have the epic voice guy himself. John Bailey. And we still have questions for you, John Bailey. Corbett, let's go right over to you. How many things have you voice acted? I, I lost count years ago. I, I kind of every every few years, I just add another thousand or so because honestly, it's every week. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are, they, they say like as kind of an understood rule, voice actors shouldn't talk about how much money they make or how often they book or how many auditions they get. Because they don't understand some voice actors only do a specific type of work. Some guys only do movie trailers and promo. That's the kind of things like, coming this weekend on Nickelodeon at 8, 7 central. That's called a promo. Uh, As opposed to, in a world, one man, coming soon to theaters, starts Friday everywhere, rated PG-13. That's a trailer. Some people only do that. So guys like that don't do animation auditions, for example. But then there's guys who do like video game stuff that don't do anything other than video games. Or guys that do anime that don't do anything other than anime. So everybody does a little different amount of work. I'm like a Swiss army knife because I have so many kids. I have four kids. My youngest daughter is 13 and my oldest daughter is uh, is going to be 20 in, in June and they eat everything. So in order to be able to afford them and my wife and be able to pay for all the food and we also have an autistic son. Uh, he's our second born. He's 18 and it gets very expensive with health care. So in order to be able to pay those bills, I have to work on as much as I possibly can. There's very little that I turn away because I'm just like, yeah. I also have a 20-year-old um, as well. That's my youngest. Not that I'm rubbing it in, but like... Well, you look younger than me, but you know, you thought Optimus Prime was an Oculus Rift, so that's when. I, <laughs> that's kind of when I figured it out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Corbett, yeah. Do you have to get a college degree in voice acting? No, you do not. Uh, you can go to acting school, but there is no such thing as a voice acting school that I know of. Um, most of the people who do voiceover work probably get coaching online or in person. Amadeus. When you have to do a new voice that you've never done before, whether it's an impression or not, how long does it usually take for you to get that voice down? It depends. Uh, if it's a sound alike, I don't usually get a lot of time. They, the, my company has Express, my manager's company has Express in the title, so they don't really give me, uh, for example, 
earlier today I had a sound like for somebody, I can't remember now who it was, but you guys probably would know them. Um, I had 45 minutes to get it done. <laughs> that was it. So they don't give you a lot of time, but they'll give me a few lines or they'll give me a huge chunk of lines and they'll give me a, an audio reference and sometimes maybe one or two, or they'll give me an audio reference for what the voice sounds like, but then somebody else, probably production, saying the actual lines the way they want it said. <laughs> so you kind of have to combine like what you hear in the audio reference of the actor with the way that the other guy is reading it, the temp guy, and mash those together, and you have to act and get the timing right at the same exact time, and then submit it back. And I'll do all that within 45 minutes. With the character, I kind of have a little more liberty. Usually with cartoons especially, I usually have a few days. But I work better under pressure personally, so I usually do it the same day that it's due, or I will actually uh, call up my, my agency, they have what they call booth directors that will kind of guide you. Kind of like if you guys wanted, if, for example, if Zen was doing a character and he wanted some help with it, I would be on the phone directing him and say, why don't you try doing it this way? Or try adding this little bit or changing that or pitch it up or down. You know, they kind of just kind of, you know, guide you a little bit until they have something solid that they think will book because that's the whole point. If I book something, they also get paid. We, we both get paid. So the whole point is to get booked. So if it's a really big deal, if it's something important to me, like if it's Transformers, if it's SpongeBob, something that's huge that I know would be good for me and I know would pay really well, I usually go with some professional help if I can. But if I'm in a hurry, I don't really have the time and luxury of it. I just kind of do it when I do it. It comes with one of those Swiss Army knife situations I told you about earlier where it's just kind of do as much as you can because you got to keep paying the bills. <laughs> is radio a good training ground for voice acting? A lot of voice actors get in through radio. Uh, my buddy Kyle uh, Kyle Bear, who you guys would know for last time on Dragon Ball Z, he got in through Radio Disney in Texas, and then now he's out here. That's the epic voice guy, John Bailey, for whom time is indeed money. We know you have to go. Let me go, <laughs> let me go. Voices never bothered me anyway. John Bailey, thank you so much for being with us on the Children's Hour. Bye. Hey, thank you for coming. Thanks. Bye. 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 That was cool. Children's Hour is supported in part by an award from New Mexico Arts, a division of the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token Ibis, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org. Support is also provided by the City of Albuquerque Cultural Services Department. I'm the mouth I like the chew gum, chatter hum Click my tongue, whistle and shout Cause I'm the mouth And I can drink juice, sip soup, fake toot And laugh out loud The brain makes the words But they go through me The official spokesperson of the whole body Zoop-a-da-zan-zippity-pow I'm the mouth And I can flash my pretty watch and charm you right off your feet That's right I can scream, breathe, eat cheese and even sing, obviously When the dummy needs food, I send down the grits The heart writes the points, but I get the kiss The boom's room, kip, a kapow The mouth A bip, bop, shoo shoo Them some peg a pose, a thing Living a dop,
The title track from the brand new release, The Mouth. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. We had so much fun with John Bailey. And Zen and our crew is a voice actor himself a little bit. Zen, can you just give us a taste of your Kermit? Well, I, I try and do my Kermit, but it doesn't always work out. You know how it is. It's not easy being green. Oh, I love it so much. Coming up, we have good news from the Extinction Diaries. But first... This is The Socks, right here on the Children's Hour. I got a rubber kick in and it sounds like this. Oh. I got a rubber kick in and it sounds like this. Oh, oh I got a rubber kick in. I got a rubber kick in and it sounds like this. Oh, oh, oh. Sounds like this. I got a rubber chicken and it sounds just like Diaries. Finally, some good news on the butterfly front in the United Kingdom. Ten years ago, the Duke of Burgundy butterfly was the island nation's rarest, having declined 50% in just 20 years. Nine years ago, 1,000 volunteers began a conservation program that has seen an increase of 25% in the Burgundy's population since. The group centered their protections around just 50 acres of managed conservation land and an educational program that reached the landowners of another 147 locations. One by one, those habitats began protections and saw a rise in burgundy visitations and survival. Then, in the spring of 2020, a researcher stumbled upon the largest colony known. The landowner was proud of his protections and support they had been giving the butterflies for over 20 years. The Duke of Burgundy is brown with orange spots, and that proved excellent camouflage for the large group discovered. The males are solitary and must be insect ornery because females and caterpillars deliberately hide from them under leaves and brush. For once, the factors lined up and a decline has now been reversed. My name is Arna Oliveira and this is a Small World Radio production.
Andres with La 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 from her release Fiesta Global. And before that, you heard Sonia de los Santos with her title track of her brand new hot off the presses release, Esperanza. 
By the way, Flor Bromley and Sonia de los Santos are voice actors themselves. And before the Extinction Diaries, that was the Rubber Chicken revamp from The Socks. Their release is called The Stuff Our Kids Say. I'm Katie Stone. This is the Children's Hour. We've been covering voice acting, and we've posted links and photos and other information to childrenshour.org. Just look for this episode, which is called Epic Voice. I think Kermit is here to say something to everyone. To introduce this song is what I'm here to do, so it really makes me happy to introduce to you... The Rainbow Connection! Yay! Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Somebody thought of that And someone believed it Look what it's done so far What's so amazing That keeps us stargazing What do we think we might see? Nakako Ike the rainbow all of us under its spell We know that they're probably magic Have you been half asleep? Have you heard voices? Is this the sweet sound that calls the young sailors? The voice might be one and the same. I've heard it too many times to ignore it. It's something that I'm supposed to be. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the love.
The Rainbow Connection, a mashup made by me, many artists in there. And you're listening to the Children's Hour. Our show today was on voice acting. We're going to go out with a voice actor who's also a children's musician, Gunnar Madsen. You can find a lot more info about this episode and all our other work at childrenshour.org. Ten thousand pages, just what it took to make my life complete. Ten thousand pages, I finally, finally had enough to eat. Ten thousand pages, I won't be needing vegetables for me. Ten thousand pages, I've had enough, I've had enough to eat. What it took to make my life go free Ten thousand pancakes I finally, finally had enough to eat Ten thousand pancakes I won't be needing vegetables or green Ten thousand pancakes I've had enough, I have enough to eat Just put one fork in front of the other And soon you'll be bolted to the ground It takes perseverance, friend but you'll get there in the end You'll put on 300 pounds You'll put on 300 pounds You'll put on 300 pounds 10,000 pancakes I've been to the east I've been to the west Searching for the food that's best I've been up the mountain And down to the darkest depths But always came away so hungry Nothing it seemed to fill my lack Until one day I met a plain and humble flatjack Living in a short stack Just for one fork in front of the other Children's Hour is an independent production of the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit corporation. Our show was written by Katie Stone with help from all of us and the kids crew. Find lots of information about us at childrenshour.org. Many thanks to John Bailey, Epic Voice Guy, for being with us on the Children's Hour today. Our podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast or at patreon.com slash the children's hour or ask your smart speaker to play the children's hour podcast we post our photos and more on instagram facebook and twitter find us at tch radio our theme music is written by ck Barlow. the children's hour is distributed by the children's hour incorporated and the public radio exchange prx and the pacifica radio network Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour Kids Public Radio.